Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. What is going on everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome back to a brand new year and a brand new episode of the Movie Mondays Heroes for Hire podcast. I am joined as always by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how's it going? It's my first intro of the year. I feel it's gone poorly. No, look, it it can only go up what you do. You start like middling and then by by next December... It's going to be class. But. <laughs> what, what I will say straight off the bat, if anyone can tell, I am one of the 7 billion people in the world currently sick. So I do sound like Phoebe from Friends. I'm hoping it gives my my voice a bit more razzmatazz, a bit more gravitas when I'm giving out awards this week. That's true, but now you're going to have to maintain this for the rest of the year. I hope you know that. <laughs> I'm going to go with Barry White for the rest of the year. Yeah, like, just- <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even running him through a filter or anything, <laughs> listeners. He's just going to be that deep normally. No, I want you to run me through the filter that they use for like when they're trying to hide someone's identity (laughs) for every episode like giving an ira video in the early 90s (laughs) that's what i want for every episode they're like who is that guy (laughs) he's some man of mystery but he introduces himself every time Um, So this is the Heroes for Hire podcast, and this is Movie Monday, so we normally talk all the week's movie news, entertainment news, and we generally just have a chit-chat about everything to do with film. Good, Um, nice. (laughs) Thanks. Uh, But this week is slightly different. Now, we took last week off because, I mean, it's that time of year. We took a week off. We apologise. We're so sorry. You still have three episodes a week for the rest of time. Jesus, (laughs) fuck off, I say. Sorry. sorry. I'll cut that out. It's fine. We need to vent every so often. (laughs) No, um, so we took the last week off. And so then this week, we thought, because we kind of missed the end of the year, this was going to be our award ceremony for 2022. All the best and worst movies of the year, and then maybe things that we're looking forward to coming up in this year. This week is going to be a bit of a... It's going to be a bit of a strange week because Wednesday is our top 10 weird news stories uh, of the year yes, episode. Yes, Who's um, editing that, by the way? I'm pretty positive it's you. No, um, I think we said it was you this year, actually. So, so what it is, is everyone threw in their votes. Thank you very much for everyone who voted, by the way. Um, and we have a top 10 of the, everyone's favourite top 10 weird news stories of the year. We're going to have a big countdown episode. Normally goes on for like three hours because it's yep. just the clips from the previous episodes put all together. Yes. And, lo- and look, they vary in length. One of them, I'll tell you for a fact, one clip is half an hour long. 
<laughs> and one of them is, by the way, two half an hour long clips. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. It's part Let's... one, part two job. Of course. We, so... need that, we need the full story in the wrap-up. Of course. Um, so that is coming up this week. And then Hero Zero, just a regular Hero Zero. But, yeah. Sean... It's it's a bit as I said, it's a bit of a strange week. I wanna leave best movie of the year to last, perhaps. That's fair. Um Yeah, yeah. Let's leave the positive stuff to last. I guess. Um, so we have a we have a few categories that I kinda wanna touch on. Now I did send them on to you, Sean. So if there's any category specifically you need to vent about, because we got free raid here. It's not a movie news week. We can do whatever we want. Fuck the people. That's what I say, Sean. Go on. <laughs> right. Okay. And just throw that to me. Start of the episode. Let's do it. Um, no. So one of the categories um, that you sent on, which I think perfectly sums up, I would say most of the movies this year. I think there's been yeah. more bad movies than good. Biggest disappointment of Ooh. 2022. Okay. Um, so what I have is, I obviously threw all the categories together. I, for some of the categories, I've got like a whole bunch of movies just cause I'm like, okay, we might be able to pick and choose. For this one, there was only really one big winner for me. Did we, um, did we pick the same one, do you think? Because mine starts with a four letter word, uh, called Thor. Yes. Um, and, and mine then- ends with Love and Thunder. <laughs> So, our biggest disappointment of the year is Thor, Love and Thunder. I also have Doctor Strange in this. That fits into um, another category altogether. That, that was Doctor Strange this year. It was. Doctor Strange was this year. It was April. And then I think oh Thor was like it, June or July. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, but, I mean, that movie is like... I I feel like I expected more. So, that's disappointment is different from bad, I would say. Yes. Disappointment... But, like, okay, look, for what it's worth, I also think Thor Love and Thunder is a bad movie. <laughs> but I had so such high hopes yeah. for it. Based we're Taika boys. We, 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 I don't think I'm a Taika boy anymore, I will oh. say. I think I've been burned. I've been burned too many times. I watched burned. Jojo Rabbit over Christmas. It's still really good. But yeah. I don't know if I want any more Taika... <sighs> Never has a movie come out that we were so staunchly on one side, and the movie was so just. I that I can't even put it into words. Thinks I'm an idiot. Yeah, that like. I'm just like I don't want any more of this thing I really liked before going to see this movie. I love Thor Ragnarok. Oh, it's, that, it's amazing. That I think is why this is such a big disappointment because Thor films had always been like the butt of the joke, like the not great marvel films that the dark uh, world the dark world it was like there has to be a bottom one and that was always it but then ragnarok came out and it was like oh thor can be cool and funny and just genuinely like a good entertaining movie and leading on from ragnarok you have the scene in infinity war and endgame like infinity war when thor shows up and starts fucking some shit like that's the best scene in the movie (laughs) thor uh, uh, yeah this is another point but like thor in the mcu He's at his best in Infinity War. That's yeah. my favourite version of Thor that we've ever seen. But he's seen. talking like all the things he's lost, but he's trying to keep, stay upbeat on the ship. Yeah. Or when he's just like, you made that word up. All words are made up. Like he's just, but he's not, even in Endgame, he is the butt of the joke in that film. But but at the same time, Endgame, he's the butt of the joke, but also at the start, he's still Infinity War Thor in that he went for the head. This is true, yeah. And then that scene with his mother in Asgard, I will love that scene forever. Amazing. That's excellent. But then, the fucking heel turn that happens mm. within Love and Thunder, where he's, I don't know what he is. He's just... I think he has, I think he's fallen down a, fo- a flight of stairs. Genuinely, I, I, yeah. <laughs> like, it, he just has no emotional connection, really. I know, And I know there's emotion in the movie, but it's really like there's no chemistry between those two at all. Like, I, I mean, I, as a man who suffered a few concussions, <laughs> that man a has few. a concussion. <laughs> is what I'm saying. He's got no emotional depth. He's just like his body's there, but his brain ain't worried. Yeah, there, there's a it's it's um, there's a video essay on YouTube that I watched, and it's called "The Himbofication of, to- of Thor." <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like Love and Thunder is when he's his most just like dumb. Golden retriever, fucking idiot yeah. of a person. Do you know who he is? He's, you know, the latest, or not the latest Ghostbusters, Jesus. The Ghostbusters from like 2016. Yeah. You know that he's like the secretary or he's like, um. Yes. He, he's that, but in tour form. 
Yeah, which doesn't work when he's had interactions. No, he's also had like seven movies of like growth to get to that point. Yeah, and not getting away from the character of Thor, they fucked up gore in that movie, (laughs) and like. I, I, it was a while ago. I might have to do it again at some point. But Gore the God Butcher, we did a Hero or Zero on. And he is one of the most hardcore villains that has ever yeah. been in comics. It, it's it's genuinely like they put the most hardcore villain in a movie with a golden retriever and then tried to mesh them together, which yeah. doesn't work. Now, and it's not a case that, like, Christian Bale is fucking bringing it as Gore. Um, and I think probably there's probably bigger disappointments or obviously for all of these lists it's movies we've seen so we yes. are dumb we haven't seen every movie in the whole world I have not seen The Fablemans I heard it's quite good okay I've also heard it's quite good for what it's so, worth I, mean, but I can't speak Spielberg, he knows what he's doing apparently so I mean we can't judge it off that the disappointment for us with Thor Love and Thunder is because we're in that world a lot um, and we kind of talk about comic book stuff on yeah. a weekly basis and it was only from Ragnarok that I was like so hyped going into it and I was like this can't fail this is the biggest movie of the year it's Taika and it's Chris Hemsworth again it's going to be great surely they can't fumble this bag like, like and, go and back. Christian Bale as gore if you go back and listen to when the trailer came out for Thor Love and Thunder listen to how excited we were <laughs> in that episode <laughs> And then listen it's to the just, review. <laughs> it's just literally fumbling the bag so large. It does. It. I don't know how it's done. Like you have Gore. Let's never show him kill any gods. Um, yeah. Let's just have a bunch of really unfunny jokes throughout it. The plot is not great. Gore's whole plan is that he's gonna. He's saying gods don't care about humans. So his plan is he kidnaps a bunch of kids, knowing that the god in question is going to care about the humans enough to turn up to save them ultimately disproving his point that gods don't care about humans it's it's very it's really weird it, there's no focus on, it's like that, that that film is like the it's like adhd personified <laughs> so there's no focus on any little thing whatsoever but then there's a lot of focus on really dumb stuff like yeah. the goats and shit yeah and, and Thor look, I, being in a relationship with his hammer slash axe I, I know the goats got a lot of shit when it came out i to be honest the goats i don't really care about i think that joke works in a better movie i think people are obviously going to land on that because the movie was also bad around it there's like the goats are so terrible <laughs> i think but, it sums up more most of the problems though is just yeah. Like, yeah he focuses really hard on this one goat joke the whole scene with the gods and Russell Crowe and that whole, that is terrible <laughs> that whole scene and like you could save the movie somewhat if in that scene Korg dies and stays there and then there's this massive tonal shift for the rest yes, of the movie yes perfect just do something and then he's just ahead and it's just he's fine and it's he, oh man yeah and he has he, he gets a partner called Dwayne at the end because Dwayne the Rock you know yeah. it's just so like the most base level of humour and creativity and, and I do take like Natalie Portman and Chris Hemsworth two very talented people yeah I think they have literally no chemistry whatsoever um, no. it does, I, and to be honest with you in the previous movies I think they also had very little chemistry I think in the first one there was something kind of charming about it and also they were just getting to know each other so it kind of worked that way but like I don't buy that either of them like each other or really like this film that they're or in. that this tour likes um, like the tour for that we've seen go through all of those things yeah. maybe tour when he first came to Earth but like, I think he would react different. No, now, yeah, obviously, these 100%. are all fictional characters. Who gives a fuck, right? We're all just making this up in our heads. But for me personally, I would say he probably would react differently than how he did. Than like putting oh on my a big God. helmet, trying to look cool. Like yeah. Infinity War, Thor meets Jane Foster again. That is a heartbreaking scene if it's written correctly. Yeah. You know, not oh, here's this blue and gold armor because you have my armor and you have my hammer kind of a deal. 
Yeah. Uh, so are we giving biggest disappointment of the year to Tour Love and Thunder? That's locked in. I think that's locked in. I think we could me, talk about that for like another hour. But honestly, we could keep going, but there is many <laughs> other categories to get to. Um, so my next one that I wanted to get to was most grand movie of the year. Now, anyone who listens to the show knows as Irish people, we use the word grand. I'm grand. It's grand. The whole thing is grand. Grand is... It's passable. It's yeah. fine. Your life isn't changed, but it's not terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's not actively bad, but it's not actively great either. Most I have a movies, few nominations. I would say, fall into this category. Yeah, I, a lot of so a lot of movies that come out every single year are all grand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are your uh, nominations? Your ideas? So I'm. I'm. I have a few. I've got Death on the Nile. Right. I've got Spiderhead, another Chris Hemsworth take mm-hmm. on Netflix. Uh, Uncharted. I had Uncharted um, on my list. Black as well. Adam. Yeah. Lightyear. Hadn't seen Lightyear, but yeah, I've heard it's not. Or Don't Worry, grand. Darling. Oh, I think. See, Don't Worry, Darling, I think made us hear about it so much that mm. I feel it doesn't even deserve to be grand. <laughs> I would also throw Doctor Strange into the grandest movie of the year. I, I can see that. I put it under disappointment, but I'll, I'll, I can see it under grad. I think um, there's stuff to like, there's stuff to not like. Ultimately, I think it's not the, a great movie. Um, but where, where do you stand on Black Adam being grand? Or I'm kind of coming on, Unch- on Uncharted as I, the most grand. Look, I'm going to spoil so I think Uncharted is the most grand movie of the year. It's fine, whatever. <laughs> no, but if we can talk about Black Adam for a second, because we, we don't get to talk about this because we're not doing news. But... Yeah, the way that movie fucked everything <laughs> is hilarious to me. <laughs> Please elaborate. Spoilers, I guess, if you care about Black Adam, but it doesn't matter anymore because no. they brought Henry Cavill back as Superman. They use that in the marketing. Henry Cavill gave up The Witcher to go back and do Superman. Yeah. He and he released a, a, a post saying I'm back. Video on Facebook thanking everyone. Yeah. About three weeks later. Because James Gunn been doing some work in DC. Uh, but you see, Gunn, Gunn, Peter Safran and James Gunn, who are now head of DC, they weren't there when Black Adam was being finalised. They only no. came in late last year. Also, so, maybe, maybe The Rock is lying about box office results as well. <laughs> That's the whole thing. <laughs> it's been weird watching The Rock, I swear. Just being like, we're very big in the 18 to 19 demographic in Saudi Arabia. We're pretty big in that. Well, the biggest movie of all time in, oh, this small town in Belarus. Polite golf clap for The Rock, I guess. But, like, I guess. I suppose that's good. And so, yeah, James Gunn and Pierce Saffron are making big changes at DC. Rumours came out that, like, oh, Wonder Woman 3 might not be happening. Bunch of stuff is cancelled. Looks like most of the existing DC universe is now out the window. Which means Henry Cavill is now out of Superman mm. after giving up The Witcher. Liam Hemsworth, I assume, was just like so glad that he signed that contract when he did. Yeah, he got um, locked in early. Yeah. But now, and this is the real meat and potatoes of it, Henry Cavill is doing a Warhammer TV series. I fucking told you. So maybe that's actually a good thing. Maybe Black Adam didn't fuck anything up. It set the universe right. That is why I'm giving biggest hero of the year to Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> I, I, I really wanted him to do a pause, like something like, we are the biggest movie ever released in Galway in Ireland. Not Ireland, <laughs> Galway. Specifically Galway City. <laughs> There's one street in Galway, we are the biggest movie ever released there. I'm like, yeah, fucking put it out, Dwayne. Gloat. <laughs> Well, I think in terms of actual get back onto biggest is uh, biggest grand most grand movie most grand most grand. I think it's uncharted. Like, there's nothing special about that movie at all. Uh, no, you've got, you've got Tom Holland, you've got Mark Wahlberg. They're trying to launch a franchise. Um, it's it's based off a video game, so it has like an inbuilt audience. But I wouldn't say it's excellent, and I wouldn't no. say it's outright terrible. I would just say it happened. I seen it, um, and after I came out, I went, I'll probably forget that I seen that next week if someone says something about the movie. It feels like something that like would be playing on a TV in the store when you're going to buy a TV. It's one of those movies. Does that make sense to anyone else? 
That's the worst insult you can give a movie. <laughs> See, like the type of movie that, you know, they'd play for free on all the fucking Samsung TVs in the store. I mean, tell me I'm wrong, though. Like, No, you're not. They would play that. Yeah. And they'd, they'd, they'd play the scene at the end with the fucking big pirate ships floating in the sky. Yeah. Yeah, they would. Yeah, they would. <laughs> there used to be a store near me, and um, uh, this is back when. Remember, TVs used to get like the image burned into them if it was on it too long. Oh like, yeah. Uh, so there's a, there's a bunch of like uh, this is the sixties, by the way. This Sean's is back old. in when they invented television. Yeah. Oh, the uh, old talkies, we called it. Go shut on. Up. So, <laughs> uh, so there was a TV, and it just had um, Elijah Wood's face from Lord of the Rings burned into it because it had been left just looping a scene of that for so, so long that you just couldn't get rid of his face. And you have that TV I now. bought it and it's in my house to this day. <laughs> Big Elijah's always on screen in here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also have Debt on the Nile, which, I mean, is fine. I, uh, yeah, it's... it's Look, it's no... It's no uh, Benoit Blanc murder mystery, I so would yeah, say. Yeah, once, if Dead on the Nile and Glass on you, they've come out both in the same year, and there's a massive difference, is what there I would is. say. Have you, what, what did you think of Glass on you, actually? Uh, we're probably going to come to it later on. Right, but, okay. I mean, not as good as the first one. Fair. Um, but the first one, I think, is one of the best movies of the last, like, 20 years. Decade. Yeah, no, so, it's outstanding, the first one. So Second hard one, to follow good. that up. Love the cast. Cast is great. Benoit, he's just a fucking, he's a devil. He's a, he's a goblin mode kind of guy. He, um, he, he's a lot more silly in this new one, I will he say. He is a lot more silly, but I think, it, I think, I think he pulls it off. I, I think I, so. I think he's just a goose, and I'm happy to watch that goose go around solving crimes. I think he's having fun with it, and that's the main <laughs> thing. I just want Daniel Craig to have fun with it. He's earned it, really, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, no, I, I really love that world, and uh, the more it keeps coming out, everyone's just like, put him in the Muppets movie. Benoit yeah. Blanc, just in a Muppets movie. Please. Like, get, like, a Murder, She Wrote script. Yeah. Put the Muppets in there and yeah. put in Benoit Blanc and so Just imagine the dialogue. Imagine him just giving out his speeches just to all the Muppets. My favourite thing on Twitter is just people tweeting like Benoit Blanc. It's hilarious <laughs> to me. Yeah. Um, so most grand movie of the year we are officially giving yeah. to Uncharted, which I can only assume you forgot came out this year. Yes, you listening to this forgot that movie came out, which is why it's grand. Yeah, you thought that was a prime original that came out during the pandemic didn't you no 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 <laughs> biggest hero of the year Sean uh, so we do hero and then we do a zero now unfortunately the biggest zero of the year is almost always Jared Leto but so, this year more than any because more than any because he actually has qualified this year because he's <laughs> yeah. also bad bloke as well bad bloke <laughs> also made Morbius <laughs> um, biggest hero of the year I've got Daniel Craig who's yeah. having fun with it Fair. and I've got one from left field Sean Angela Bassett, who fucking kills it in Black Panther. That is fair. That is fair. Probably the best performance in a Marvel movie to date, I would yeah. say. Do you do you have anybody, maybe not in movie form, maybe just in general life, just being nice? Oh, well, um, Brendan Fraser uh, has just been pretty oh, nice in interviews and stuff he's recently. really nice. A really nice man. See the one with him and Sandler? Oh, it's so good. So it's good. so good. <laughs> <laughs> and on this, and like they're all still tenuously related to movies, but like also, um, Colin Farrell and Jamie Lee Curtis in that one variety oh interview God, right? that they did. No, I'm giving it to Colin Farrell. Did the Colin Farrell Hot Wings episode also come out yes, this year? That was it. Colin also. Farrell's my hero of the year. That man's a legend. I, what's weird as an Irish person, we're just like Colin Farrell. We just know him as the movie star. But it was the first time this year I think I actually watched any of the interviews, like from the last year or two. And I'm yeah. like, this guy. Is the best. He's actually he's just a cool, nice man, and like he's 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 a man who's clearly lived the greatest life of all time, and now he's in his forties. It was just like I'm just chill. I don't drink or do anything anymore. Yeah, I'm like just, he was wild for a few years there. To be fair to him, he's just but, happy to be alive. He's just looking after his kids. Yeah, he just wants to be like, no, I just want to quiet. Like I'm going to do some acting, and then I'm going to go home. Like that's what I want to do. <laughs> no, I, I I'm picking Colin Far- Angela Bassett best performance, but I'm giving it to Colin Farrell for biggest best hero. What, what who's your biggest hero of the year? Well, I, I think it's I had. Colin Farrell and Brendan oh. Fraser on my Ooh, on my Fraser's list. Fraser's pretty good, yeah, yeah. Fraser, because no. and also like the whale looks really fucking good. 
yeah. when that comes out in Ireland eventually. Um, in, that, in 2027, we'll yeah, see. Yeah, whenever, whenever they decide that we're ready whenever. for it. What can I say? <laughs> uh, but I genuinely, I think I want to give it to Colin Farrell. <laughs> just because he's so nice. The people might time. accuse us of biasness if, if we're giving it to Colin Farrell. But guys, he never would have had it before. This yeah. is the first year. First year. He's also he was the penguin in Batman. It was fucking great. Fucking yeah. great performance. And Michael B. Jordan wins it every other year. Or Barry could have won it. Now we'll we could give it to it's Barry. True. That is um, true. We could give but it to Barry. What worked against Barry is because he's the Joker. And but, that that worked against him. See, yeah, that mm. is in your book. He's dead to you now. You don't like it, Barry anymore. No, I wouldn't say dead to me. I would say I'll never speak of him again. Not dead to me. Right. That's. <laughs> I wish a vendetta upon him and his family. But oh, but you wish that on me every Christmas. So <laughs> here we are. Um, yeah. So we're gonna we'll give a biggest hero of the year to Mr. Colin Farrell. If you haven't seen the Hot Wings episode that he did, go watch that. Yeah. What a very nice man. And if you wanted, like outside of. I, I like it, it, should we give one to people who did stuff outside of movies or are we just locked in on movies yeah go for it what, what do you want I, I don't know Marcus Rashford he did a bunch he fed a bunch of kids at one point didn't he <laughs> Greta did something cool this week Greta fu- actually give it to Greta, Greta <laughs> give it to Greta. Greta yeah Greta fucking taken down <laughs> what a legend we can't say his name because we're actually, people but randomly have you seen her interview on Russell Howard's yes. news she's really nice comes across really well <laughs> just, just like when people are nice you know what would be a really good interview? Greta and Colin. Just together. You know chatting. what? They'd actually they'd just be having a laugh. They'd get you on like that? a house on fire. It'd be, oh, it'd be class. Um, biggest zero of the year, are we giving it to Jared Leto? I think we have to give it to Jared Leto simply because of the way he acts and behaves in life and the <laughs> movies he picks. <laughs> the way he's acted and behaved in the rest of his life that's led him to here. And ultimately, we don't like him in general. Yes. And the fact that he knowingly made Morbius and allowed it to be released in that state. Mm. Mm. Um, The advertising campaign for Morbius, the re-release of Morbius that happened that that everyone tricked them into. (laughs) I think it's Jared. Yeah, Jared. Um, And then he released a Twitter post where he was like trying to buy into like it's Morbid time. I think he said it. And I was like, Jared, no. No, you're not (laughs) part of this. And then the Minions thing happened and it was like, how? You are not, you you are outside this. Yeah. If you become inside it, it's no longer funny. Look, and Connor, as a man, you're a man who owns a Jared life-size cutout, correct? Um, How (laughs) does this impact? How does this zero rating impact your enjoyment of that cardboard cutout? (laughs) Do you want to let everyone know why I have a cardboard cutout of Jared? Well, Connor had a birthday one time, this year, I believe, and... uh, Every year. Sent him a life-size cutout of Jared Leto. <laughs> yeah. I'm, now, as a man, Sean, who has the birthday celebration pack of Morbius, yeah. how does this impact you, the zero rating? Well, it's certainly taken the helium out of my balloon, let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> I does not know. I bought Sean uh, for Christmas this year uh, to follow up his Jared Leto Joker cardboard cutout. I got him a party pack of Morbius stuff and it's like fucking packed with more. It's a Morbius got, party pack. You got bunting. You got cake toppers. You got balloons, folks. I don't know what else you need. You got Jared everywhere. You can have the world's worst birthday party. Who is that for, is my main question. Because it's Jared. not for kids. And then it's not for, like, adults, because they wouldn't like that If film, you surely. have a kid, and they're, like, seven, and they're like, I would love a Morbius-teamed birthday party, put them up for adoption. Get a get new rid child. Of them. Just get a new one, because they have clearly been broken. They're just too far gone at that stage. It's adopting um, time. <laughs> oh, it's adopting. They said I couldn't bring that phrase into the orphanage. <laughs> I said I'm bringing it in. <laughs> um, so we're moving on to pretty big status here. Um, mm-hmm. Worst movie of 2022. Oh, very interesting. Um, very interesting topic. Very strong contenders. Three movies I'm going to throw at you. Sorry, you give your nominations first that you have, and then I'll give you my three nominations that I finalised. Well, you see, I had um, Moonfall, of course, mm-hmm. as a mm-hmm. famously bad movie. I also had the movie Morbius. 
Yeah. Uh, which I think is also a bad movie. And then a movie I haven't seen, but I feel it probably deserves it for what it did to a franchise, which is Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore, Connor. <laughs> that's, that's a really good one. I also <laughs> had Minions, The Rise of Gru. <laughs> I, look, in terms of memes that happened on the internet, mm. I think we can't call that the worst movie of the year. So, okay, we will replace Minions with your uh, Fantastic Beasts. So the nominees are <clears throat> Moonfall, yes. Morbius, Fantastic yeah. Beasts. Classics. Um, pretty strong. That's a very strong trio. Where, do you wanna, where would you like to go with this? I mean, see, the thing about it is Moonfall is a bad movie. But I expected it to be that bad. Well, Moonfall is the best movie of the year. I don't know what you're said. Um, <laughs> if anyone hasn't seen Moonfall, Sean, it was our probably our most anticipated movie of you know 2022. What? I did actually, weirdly, it was. Yeah. Because it's the one um, we talked most about going to see. The, the story goes back to all the way to summer 2021 when I randomly, on a Movie Monday's research mission, came across the trailer to a certain movie called Moonfall with Halle Berry in it and Patrick Wilson and Samuel Tarley from Game of Thrones. Um, and the plot is, it's Roland Emmerich, the man who brought you Independence Day. Independence yep. Day 2. Um... Ooh, um, and more Tw- the day after tomorrow was that the day after tomorrow that's Roland 2012 um, 2012 that? is Roland he just loves destroying shit he and this a time, disaster movie and, and everyone knows that's the hottest genre at the minute in movies um, and so this time the plot is the moon falls that's right um, out of space uh, into the earth <laughs> falls from space <laughs> and, yeah and their plot is they have to stop it <laughs> They have to stop the moon, but the moon, and look, this might be a spoiler, but there's there's an enemy on the moon. The moon's hollow, right? The moon's hollow. Yeah. Yeah. The moon's basically a big arc, and there were proto-humans that lived there, yeah. and then AI killed them, because yeah. AI is the bad guy. Patrick Wilson, he pilots a space shuttle back to Earth without any electricity. <laughs> We have, I think we've talked about every scene in that movie throughout the year, but in like spot, like in spaces throughout each random episode that you can put together the plot. But one of my, some of my favorite scenes from Moonfall, just naming the few: Patrick Wilson, the start, he's the world's greatest astronaut. Yeah. Uh, he he tries to land on the moon. The moon, because it has aliens inside it, and um, cuts all the electricity, so nothing works in the ship. He yeah. then successfully lands the ship, falling free, falling from space into the Earth's atmosphere, landing in the ocean, saving everyone on board. It's a miracle. It's literally the greatest feat of flying anyone's ever done. Yeah. And then and, and, and then the next scene is the government saying, you're a fucking prick. You're the worst <laughs> you're astronaut. You're a disgrace to the uniform. Get out of here. <laughs> and that's true. And that's the plot. Everyone's like, they don't believe him that apparently the electricity went. And he was like, but then he's like, well, why would I lie? Because you fucking would. You have a yeah. look about you. And um, then they fly yeah. into space and then he does it again. He does and it again. Does it again. And then Samuel Tarley becomes a god at the he end He mentions of Elon Musk one too many times he in does. that movie. Now, well, look, this, yeah. this, was, this was pre-Elon going Twitter. full megalomaniacal. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he still mentions him far too much for comfort. Also, there's a scene where a hotel is flooding. And they're downstairs. <laughs> no, it's not just the hotel. Let's not lie to the people, John. The whole city of Los Angeles. <laughs> it's true. That is true. <laughs> because the moon, I don't know if anyone knows, has fallen. Controls the tides. The tides well. are all over the fucking place. And all of the ocean atta- just t- floods America. And Los Angeles is completely underwater up to like the highest skyscrapers. Samuel Tarley and Patrick Wilson are in that hotel. Yeah. And they're like on the fi- 50th floor up. All the water's up to like the 47th floor. <laughs> and Samuel Tarley can't swim as well. Let's just get that out of the way. <laughs> they look outside and then they go, we better have a sleep. <laughs> just and the next scene is them waking up wearing dressing gowns in a hotel room. It makes no goddamn sense. Everyone's dead outside there's a scene like there's a scene where the moon scrapes the top of the rocky mountains and everyone's fine they win at the end I don't know how this happens no then the the bit that's the best 
we we could talk about this movie all the time. Yeah. The bit that's the best is the one when there's like all the oxygen is run now. Yeah. And, oh, um, Michael Pena gets fucking Michael done. Michael Pena's there with his daughter, and the daughter's like they're sharing an oxygen mask, and the daughter she starts coughing because there's no oxygen. Because I don't know if you notice, I cannot stress enough the mood it has fallen. Um, yeah. It's it's clipped the Rocky Mountains at this stage. To be honest, nobody's still alive. Everyone should be dead. And the, um, the oxygen is turning on and off. Which isn't on how and that off. works at all. Um, and so what he does is, heroically, he gives up his oxygen mask, gives it to his daughter, who's like seven, and is like, go on without me. Go to, go to your mother, who I assume is not in a safe place, because all of Earth is pretty fucked. There's no uh, safe at place stage. at the minute. They're in the Rocky Mountains. And so the daughter runs ahead, and it's you can see it. She runs I would say maybe 40 yards. Maybe. Like within eyesight, like. (laughs) Michael Pena immediately collapses dead. No oxygen. The daughter somehow gets to safety 40 yards away and doesn't think maybe someone should run back out (laughs) for that. With this oxygen mask that I no longer need, but he could probably use it. (laughs) They're all like, well, he's dead. (laughs) Let's all wave at him. Also, um, just also this year, in terms of uh, movies about the moon being the villain, there was another one called Moon Crash. Uh, which is where a drilling company is drilling on the moon and they break off a piece of the moon and that starts to fall into Earth and they have to destroy the piece of the moon. I'll tell you so, that's a much more logical plot. It way, makes way more sense, doesn't yeah. it? But yeah. that has one star. Connor on IMDb and Moonfall I can only assume has five well let I'll fucking I'll I'll tell you I actually probably need to make more stars because it's set in space that's so you need to make more stars for Moonfall yeah absolutely that Moonfall five out of ten two and a half stars we'll call it (laughs) what (laughs) who's rating that five out of ten it should be ten out of ten what the hell? Budget of $146 million. 140 That is so much money for a movie that terrible. Made $67.3 million. <laughs> Wasn't there the deal that I made like a hundred grand? <laughs> I like it's open opening weekend. Yeah, yeah. I think it came out the same time as something else as well. But I think it came out the same time as the Batman. Might have done. Might have done. Might yeah. have cut into a bit of the box office there. That's the, that's the thing. Um, so, look, Morbius is also there. Morbius yeah. is terrible. Fantastic Beasts, also terrible. I think Moonfall is so spectacularly terrible that I think I want to give it to that. But I also love that movie. I, I weird, It has a weird place in my heart, but I also think it has a place in my heart because it's the worst movie. It's the worst year. movie. I actually think it might be the worst movie I've ever seen other than Wild Mountain Time. I mean, we have watched Power Rangers Turbo as well, though. No, those two movies are worse. Really? Because Power Rangers Turbo knows what it is. I think it knows its shit. And it never promises to be anything else. Those movies have Emily Blunt, and it's got Jamie Dornan, and Moonfall's got Halle Berry. She's got an Oscar, and... You know what, actually? That's a fair point. That is a fair point. That everyone involved in the other two should know better. (laughs) They should should all know. (laughs) Like, everyone involved in those movies are really talented. And they have Oscar nominations. A lot of them. And then Power Rangers Turbo, I can only assume, doesn't have any Oscar nominations. I'm not willing to check, but I think you're right. I assume. I assume so. Um, So our worst movie of the year. Moonfall. Moonfall. We're going to give it to Moonfall. You can take that to the bank. Um, we could do best movie year, or we could just do best box office. It's not really an award, but best it's box just office. What's that? Our biggest box office. If you'd like to know who what made movie made the most money this year, maybe that'll oh. help us make sure make our idea of what the best movie is. Because the people can't be wrong, Sean. Everyone knows that people vote with their wallets. That's what they say. Is it? Is it I Avatar? So this mo- this list has been done before, like last week. Right. So what I will say is, if you can name the top, I have eight of them here. If you can name, uh, Avatar is number five currently. Okay, that's actually impressive. Also, pe- that's made a shit ton of money. No one has told me if it's any good or not yet. Yeah, I, I haven't seen either. Uh, nobody can tell me one way or the other. I've heard very, very good and also very bad. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, what came out this year? Spider-Man? Is Spider-Man 2022? Spider-Man is not 2022. It oh, was Christmas 2021. Is it the Batman? Was that up there? The Batman is seventh. 
with seven hundred and seventy million dollars worldwide. Fuck. Uh, Avatar is <laughs> five. Top Gun. Top Gun number one with a bullet. One point five billion dollars. What? I mean, yeah, yes. I guess that movie was massive over the summer, wasn't it? Uh, okay, so you got two of the eight. Can you name any other ones? The, the top two are really weird. The top two, like so, Top Gun is number one, and number two Thor? is another. Um, Tour is hang on, Tour is number eight, just in there, seven hundred sixty million dollars. Black Panther, Black Panther seven ninety, so that's number six. So you've got the the. You've got eight, seven, six, five. Right, so I've got you're everything missing, you haven't asked for. <laughs> you've miss, you're missing four, three, and two. Uh, you got three more guesses, and then you're out, and then we're going to kick you off the show. How much did Elvis make? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that is a ridiculous guess. No. <laughs> you got two left. Um, do, do I have to? I don't. Um, um, we already talked you? about one of them what movies did we talk about <laughs> biggest disappointment Doctor Strange Doctor Strange Doctor Strange number three thank you okay <laughs> the, and then the other two you're not gonna get number four Minions Rise of Gru made oh. 940 million dollars nearly broke a billion yeah yeah the, the Rock only made or the Rock the Batman only made 750 <laughs> So, better movie, by your logic. Better movie. And then number two, Jurassic World Dominion made a billion dollars. Did anyone see that, though? I don't know anyone who's seen that movie, but apparently it made a billion dollars. Oh, that might be a China release. No, they do really well actually, in China, those movies. Actually, worldwide box office, yeah, 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 yeah um, that's it. Has to be it. Okay. Because no um, one likes those movies. <laughs> they're not good. Jurassic World 1 is fine. Yeah. Um, so we're going to the best movie of 2022. Pretty big oh, deal. Pretty big pretty, deal. There's a lot hot, on this. Hot list this year, Connor. It's a hot list. It's a hot list. Um, I I have a few out of the box ones, and then Go we can get it. to the main ones. So out of the box ones, Banshees of Inisherin, obviously. Excellent. Um, Glass Onion, which I don't think is going to win it. No, but it's um, really good. But it's not. Good. It's not top, the best. Top Gun Maverick, which has is better than it has any right to be. True, and it also made the most money. Yeah, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Pretty good. Yeah. I don't think it's the best movie. It's the best Marvel movie that came out this mm. year. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. It's quite good and charming. That's true. Elvis with Austin Butler. Yeah. Very good movie. Although Tom Hanks is terrible in it. Yeah, so I think it's if they made Tom Hanks bad. It doesn't deserve the best movie. Um, well, I have three random ones that I just put in here just because I seen them this year. Fresh, um, it's fresh with um, Sebastian Stan and oh. um, and I remember oh, seeing the this. lady from um, Normal People, yeah. Daisy something, <laughs> Daisy John, no, it's a quarter John something. <laughs> no, yeah, go ahead, <laughs> Daisy. <laughs> um, she's um, he Sebastian Stan is is very good as, as an evil person also it's a completely batshit plot um, it's completely insane uh, The Adam Project which is kind of like a Star Wars Ryan Reynolds kind of yeah. plot movie um, solid enough Hustle with Adam Sandler I only watched this week right is it is it good it's pretty good okay it's the best good. movie of the year no okay we'll get off the list <laughs> it's the, it's, uh, get out of the list Adam <laughs> I just thought Adam was nice <laughs> let's throw it in we get to the big tree now at the minute do you have anything that I haven't touched on that you'd like to other than the two obvious ones yeah I mean just to I, like it, I suppose in terms of just like spreading the word uh, Nope is quite good very um, good there is On Colleen Kuhn that's an Irish language film that's actually really really good it's up for I think it's nominated for Best International in the Oscars. Ooh, uh, uh There is My Father's Dragon. That's made by an Irish animation studio. Uh, these are just films that people should watch, I would say. Um, <laughs> yeah. Also, nope, Jordan Peele, he's pretty good at movies, apparently. I would say he's quite good at movies. I, I would say he's probably one of the best. I would say like, he's really very good Ever making movies. Also, Bullet Train <laughs> is pretty pretty fun as well. I heard Bullet Train was pretty good. Yeah, 
Um, but the, the, I, I think we know. I think I think I know what you picked, and I think it's the same as me for best movie. So here's the thing, right? Are we doing best movie? Or are we doing our favorite movie? I have a different answer for both. Shots. This is the thing, and I think yeah. I, it's also because my favorite movie, I think, is the Batman. But I think <sighs> the best movie is yeah, everything, everywhere, all at once. And- God damn! Are we the same person? I do because we're the same I person, but <laughs> I because I the exact same. The Batman is my favorite movie of the year. I yeah. just think. I mean, I cried twice at it. Um, That's enough just of because a it got. It just got comic books, or the comic, or how I see the character reading comic books all my life. That I was yeah. like, "That's it! They finally did it!" Um, and. Everything Everywhere All at Once, technically, to be honest, is the greatest movie I've seen in the last, like, five or six years. Yeah, it's so good. Like, and, yeah, they are two films that gave me probably the strongest emotional reaction. Now, in different ways, but, like, Mm. it was so nice seeing a a really accurate, good Batman who gives a shit about people. And then it was also really nice seeing, like, just people, like, you know, mother and daughter coming to understand each other kind of a movie, but also through the guise of a multiversal epic, you know? And, like, I just think the Daniels are just incredibly talented as directors. Um, It was made for $20 million, Sean, which, I mean, is the fact that Moonfall, $146 million, Sean, everything, everywhere, all at once, I'm pretty positive was made for $20 million. Like... That's ridiculous for the stuff that they pull off in that yeah. movie. Like, it's, and it's made from this tiny little company, uh, A24. Well, not tiny, but you no, know what I mean. It's a, it's not Marvel. They are generally or, lower budget. It's not Disney films. and it's not Warner Brothers. Yeah, um, and it's a unique new idea and as it's well. It's a unique new idea. Um, and it shouldn't be that good. Um, but it's just, it's genuinely, like Michelle Yeoh in it is... She's fucking unreal. Just, like, so good. She should win the Oscar for Best Actress. I genuinely, I think she might, you know. And I think I really month, hope she does. She fucking deserves it, man. She carries... Yeah. Not even does she carries that movie all on her own, but she is... She is outstanding in a whole cast of outstanding performers in that movie. And, and like, if every time someone asks me, oh, recommend a movie. Like, that's happened a few times this year where people are like, oh, you do a movie show. Like, recommend a movie that I haven't seen. I'm like, everything, everywhere, all at once. It's on yeah. Amazon. Go watch it. And they're like, what's it about? And I'm always like, um, okay. Um, it's really hard to explain what it's yeah. about. Um, but imagine Doctor Strange Multiverse but, like, on steroids and in, like, the greatest way possible. Yeah, but and but also in a really touching, nice, heartfelt story that feels real and is written super, super realistically. Yeah, it, just, it, it shouldn't be that good. It was just genuinely one of the most... I walked out of the movie, because I walked in and everyone was like, that's the best movie. Of the year. So mm. far. And I like, obviously, reading that, you always walk in, not with a chip on your shoulder, but you're like, it can't be that good. What? It, and I remember walking out going, holy fuck, <laughs> that was pretty fucking great. Yeah. I wa- like, I walked out of that movie and I felt like I had just walked out of like Dune for the first time. Yeah. Like, and that was last like, year. That, that was, was pretty last great year. as well. Yeah, and like in, in terms of like what it meant to me and everything like that, it was just such a fun, like not even fun, but it was just such a good experience in the cinema. Um, yeah. So to sum it up, Jackass Forever wins. Jackass Forever is the best movie of the year. That's well said. I'm going to, if we're doing favourites, I'm going to go with the Batman. I don't know if I've talked enough about the Batman. Just give me a minute, Sean. Um, go ahead. He starts off, he's vengeance. He's all angry. You know what I mean? He's hell just, yeah, he is. I, <laughs> no, not hell yeah. No, no, not hell yeah, right? But then, later on, the best bit of the movie is when the Riddler guy is like, I'm vengeance. And it's just... The scene with him carrying the little girl out and she yeah. won't let go of him and he's just helping. That's fucking Batman, man. He's a that is of Batman. Hope. Yeah. Like, like the bit where he, they're in the water and he's leading them out with the flare. Like, 
it's the most Batman thing. Matt Reeves is a fucking genius. Yeah, like, give that man just, all the money, please. And I mean, I see the comic book this week. Uh, it was on Twitter. Someone put up the panel of like the Justice League going to um, this woman's house and her husband has died. Yeah. And he, they're all in the house and Batman immediately goes and starts playing with her daughter. Like this guy's uh, daughter has died. And obviously the daughter doesn't know. She's like four. And the scene is like Batman just crouching beside her while she plays with her toy. He's distracting her while yeah. Superman talks to the mother. Um, and I was just like, that's fucking Batman, man. He's, he's a kid who lost his parents. So he's always going to look out for them. Yeah, he knows what it's like. And even like he like he sees that the kid in the movie and he, has like, he sees him a couple of times. And it's like, with just a look, he carries that like, no, I know what this is like and this is shit. Yeah. That's why he does it. And and I do think, like, a lot of people don't like it because they're like, oh, it's way too serious or it's angsty or, like... And there are moments where they're... I'm not going to lie. Like, the bit where he's like, you're not my real dad, Talford. That is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but... But I also think the character is flawed to begin with and that's why the movie works is because he starts off as a bad person and he has to get... To the right area where he has it's meant to get to over be. it, like, and it's yeah, like that's... it's like it's done, like it's done better than I think in Batman Begins, where he's just kind of perfect from the start, except for he tries to kill that guy that one time. Uh, yeah, but it's like it's closer to how it's done in the animated series. His first night out, where he's like he's nearly killed immediately. Yeah. you like, feel and, like this could happen to this dude. And, and like, I don't want to say to people, "Oh, you just don't get it," but like, I mean, isn't that the plot of every movie? A character starts off. There's loads of movies where the character starts off not a very nice person, yeah. and then you don't go, "Oh, twenty minutes in, remember when he said that bad thing?" I don't like that. You That's fucking ridiculous. Tony Stark is an arms dealer <laughs> at the start of Iron Man. And you don't hold that against him for the character he becomes no. at the end. And you know the way Tony Stark makes a homicidal robot? <laughs> and you know the way Tony Stark... <laughs> and like, the, the bit I went in the uh, hospital when he's like, Alfred, I'm not afraid to die, but I just didn't want to have that feeling of, like, somebody else dying. Yeah. And it was only when you got blown up that, that I realised that. That, like, I don't care if I die, but I care if you die. Because you're family. He doesn't have to say it, but he's like, I love you. Like, you're my dad, basically. Yeah, you raised me. Like, yeah. The, the, there was also a bit, you know the bit in the subway at the start, where yeah. he, he he's like, he kicks the shit out of all the guys. Uh, but he's like, the guy says, who are you? And then Batman just kicks the shit out of him, and then he says, "I am vengeance." Uh, Pattinson apparently requested that to be is the reason that it is how it is in the cut, because the script said he was going to say, "I am vengeance," and then start kicking the shit out of the guys. Right. But instead, he just goes full aggression straight away, <laughs> and then deals with the threat. <laughs> And and I mean, there's I don't think there's any there's a lot of great Batman scenes, but there's no scene other than the end bit with the the flare and him carrying all the people out. The bit that I was like immediately in was just the very start. It was literally just a bat signal in the sky and people yeah. being scared. It's such a small, st- insignificant thing in every other movie that every other body, everybody else would just overlook. But it's just having the signal in the sky sends people scared they're like oh fuck he's out tonight yeah batman is working tonight it's dangerous like he he's a killer like he texas chainsaw massacre style like he's around if the if it's up in the sky it could be me next yeah and that's enough to stop crime which is good but it's like not how you want to do things like you want to inspire the people not just make people afraid of you exactly oh man just i that movie that movie that movie i was like it just make another 40s like, yeah. I, it was it was like reading one of my childhood comic books come to life and i was like i'm all in good good stuff yeah so i think that's the favorite i think everything everywhere is the best yeah and, and the fact that your favorite is also the batman is so funny because like you're a marvel boy i'm a marvel boy um, i'm a marvel shill as we all you're, know you're a marvel shill and so frankly, I mean, most of the marvel stuff's been pretty shit this year <laughs> and dc i mean it's not great but we got the batman you got the batman you got you know that thing that's not connected to any other film that's really good <laughs> pretty good um and i thought we'd finish sean with our most anticipated movie of 2023 um, I and mean, there's a lot I've got a I've got a lot here written down. Um so we've got Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania is coming up in February. Yeah. Um 
Also February, Cocaine Bear is coming out to February 24th. Could be the moonfall of 2023. <laughs> but a good moonfall. <laughs> <laughs> the... Um, um, Sorry, do you, you continue on with the list. And I was going to say interrupt. Creed Tree with Jonathan Majors looking like a house. Yeah, is coming out like in a March. brick fucking shit house. <laughs> I, the only time I'm fearing for Michael B. Jordan, like Michael B. Jordan is always the big guy, and Jonathan Majors is now even bigger. He's just he's he's too large. Is the problem? <laughs> he's too small. <laughs> um, there's also um, Oppenheimer coming out. That looks insane. That is, yeah, the, the cast for that alone is ludicrous. Um, I know a movie you're excited about, Sean. Hell Shazam, yeah. Fury of the Gods. Couldn't give a shit. <laughs> Could. Especially a, now. Apparently Zachary Levi was tweeting and he was just, someone was like, oh, shame that Zachary Levi is not Shazam anymore. And <laughs> Levi just tweeted and he's just like, never say never, winky face. <laughs> so I think he might be still in. Maybe. I mean, the Flash is still happening. <laughs> that is true. The Flash is coming out this year on June 23rd. As, okay, and then uh, kind of related, as a fan of DC Comics. Yeah. And given all that's happened with DC movies Oh, recently, is Ezra the worst zero of the year? Maybe. As a man, he's the worst man of the year. The, the worst, worst person, No, not as a man, as the worst person Connor. of the year. Yeah. Um, but well, as... I, I think Jared C... Jared is a zero. He's the original zero. It's the Jared Leto yeah. Award. No matter how much Jared tries, he will always be the zero in our eyes. Yeah. Um, I also, and my question, as a fan of DC films in general, Connor, and given yeah. that they will cancel a film at the drop of the hat. Yeah. How nervous are you about Blue Beetle coming out? Oh, that's coming out this year. Um, I think it, it'll make it. I think, think it'll so? come out. I think it'll come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I, okay. I think James Gunn will release it. He'll let that um, one happen. Yeah, I think they'll. I I don't have my hopes high for Jamie Reyes's character, uh, but it it'll it'll happen, and I hope it's good. I really do. I hope it's good because I think that character is really fun, and I think they could do a lot with him. Um, but also, I don't want to get my hopes up because it was it was also greenlit and filmed during a very difficult time <laughs> for everyone, much like Batgirl. And look. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, Dungeons and Dragons is coming out in March of this year. Pretty good. Uh, we're getting June two at some point. June two is November of this year. Long, long time um, to wait. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three is in May. That's a pretty hype one. That's pretty yeah. hype. Fast X is it also in May? I know you're excited about oh, that. I really couldn't oh, care. Couldn't Transformers shit. Rise of the Beasts June uh, 9th. Looks ridiculous. Indiana Jones, The Dial of Destiny, June 30th. Terrible. Awful concept. Um, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Part 1, July okay. 14th. Did you see the stunt of Tom Cruise driving that motorbike off the mountain? You better believe I did. I think I showed it to you, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you did. <laughs> I showed it to you on my phone. I was like, did you see this? <laughs> It's like, yeah, yeah, he's gonna, he's, he's gonna do it this time. He's finally um, gonna kill himself. Barbie is coming out July 21st. Honestly... One of my top anticipated movies. Don't know what's going to happen. Could be good, could be bad. We don't know. Uh, the Marvels, July 28th. Yeah, pretty good. Um, I know a movie you're excited for, Sean. Craven the Hunter. Yeah, Coming boys. out October 6th. <laughs> Look, I'm, I, I just want that movie to be over. So that it's it it's called uh, Craven the Hunter dot uh, Sony do it again. <laughs> Maybe Sony Studios are the biggest zero of the year. <laughs> Maybe um, Craven the Hunter. What a great idea! Let's make the guy who hunts people a hero. Maybe Bit of an anti-hero, if you ask. Yeah, um, Wonka is coming out in December. Wow, next year with the Timothy um, Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet uh, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom is also no, coming out surely that's not still happening true is it? it's down for December 25th 2023 Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom did we skip over Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse I was Connor? leaving it until the end Sean I had right, it I was sorry. doing a presenter you need to fill me in on things. these things well, if you look, want you gotta trust me. you gotta wing me you gotta wing me you, gotta you just gotta you. trust me that I got you right I'll catch you Right? Okay. Don't worry about it. Um, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, Sean, a movie we're all very excited for, will definitely come out. Jason Moore loves playing the character and is definitely not leaving to play a Lobo. Um, yeah. And lastly, 
Sean, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Oh, my most anticipated film. Who could have called it? second. <laughs> I mean, uh, like, it's just going to be great, isn't it? Like, it looks so good. It has an unreal pretty, cast. Pretty strong, to be fair. I mean, you got um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy May 5th, and then less than a month later, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Yeah, it's second. a pretty packed summer. Like, yeah. The uh, um, Hopefully they don't all compete too much for... For, for, for seats, for tickets. They're probably my two most anticipated movies uh, in terms of Spider-Man and Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I'm going to say some a bit risky. I couldn't give a fuck about Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay, I said it. I Connor, said it. Connor, what are we doing it. here? I said I, it. Um, I mean, just, I don't... Yeah, I, I kind of get where you're coming from um, because I, like, I, don't, I don't... Okay. Okay, look, start of the year. Yeah. Like, let's hope I'm proved wrong. I'm really going off the MCU a bit. I'll be honest. Just make good well, movies, cocaine please. there's coming out. Cocaine the week after. Out. Like, maybe just ah, just make a good movie, you know? Yeah, at least I'm disappointed by Ant-Man. And look, I'm excited to see Kang and all that and see all the shenanigans that happen. Yeah. But maybe... Cocaine barrel weirdly be a palate cleanser for me. Uh, I I hope Guardians is good. Dungeons and Dragons I think might be a fun romp. Yeah, I'm um, up for a romp. I'm always up for I'm, a romp. I'm up for a romp. Legally yeah. Blonde three we're getting next year. Connor. <laughs> That's true. That's pretty good. Hope you're aware of that. Um, uh, Indiana Jones not quite sure. Don't Oppenheimer care about that. could be the best movie of the year, but also could be Christopher Nolan sucking his own dick. We don't know. It's Chrissy Nolan. Let's hear what the sound mixing is like, or rather not here because the man can't mix audio to say. <laughs> his fucking life I love the fact that he's so talented and we're just like <laughs> shitting on him he's got more talent in his baby finger than me and you we'll have for our whole lives we're like you can't mix sound dog can you Chris yeah you, you, oh, you can recreate an atomic bomb can oh. you but Jesus what's fucking... that memento fuck off mate. I'd like to hear dialogue and music please <laughs> How many Oscars do you have? Um, probably more than us, but still, right? How many Oscars does Christopher Nolan have? Uh, I'm two. You coming down hard on two? I'm coming down hard on two. Chris, maybe Nolan. he has done. Maybe he's never actually won best director. He might, is he one of those ones that just hasn't won? Uh, can we go? Oh no! Oh, actually, no, he's oh, actually, actually. Oh, hang on, go on. List of awards and nominate. He has he has his own Wikipedia page for his awards. Oh, good. Uh, That's good. It's a good side. 2011, uh, sorry, 2002, best screenplay for... Oh, no, 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 hang on now. Oh, there's another tab on this little Excel sheet. He's been nominated five times, never won. He's a loser, so you're saying. You're saying that guy doesn't know how to make a movie. Man knows nothing about film, otherwise he would (laughs) have fucking won something. (laughs) What was he nominated for? Memento, The Dark Knight. He was nominated um, for... Memento was best original screenplay. Uh, statistically the easiest award to be nominated for uh, 2011 why did we Inse- take this stance I don't know Inception was nominated for best picture and best original yeah. screenplay uh, Dunkirk was nominated for best picture and yeah. he was nominated for best director in Dunkirk and he didn't win so canonically he's not the best director that's actually true that's how you know yeah. that is how you know um, it's bad that he didn't get one for Batman even The Dark Knight yeah, you would have thought they would have had, or even The Dark Knight itself would have had like score or something like that. I think yeah. Heath Ledger did win. Le- Ledger won one. Po- yeah, for- yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's it for our award ceremony. Other than shit, now Christopher Nolan, he's a very talented man. Okay, we're just we're just yeah. having a bit of a laugh. Like, but actually, not as good as Guillermo del Toro, who won <laughs> in that year. Coming uh, so down hard. <laughs> His Pinocchio is better than The Dark Knight. Actually, well. Well, nah, come on now, Sean. <laughs> it's stop motion. It's like, it's an impressive feat, but like, yeah. I don't know, is it the best? Um, Look, I'm looking forward to Dune Part 2. I hope yeah. it goes, does really well. I think it's Dune and Spider-Man for me. I'm most excited yeah, for, Connor. Me too. Um, so, Sean, that's it for this week's Movie Buddies. We'll be back to regular news next week. Um, all of our awards uh, recipients will be receiving their awards probably in the next few weeks. We'll send them out. Yeah. Um, Can I all, we will send an apology tweet at some stage. Man's um, not on Twitter. Can't he can't make phone. sound on his tweets <laughs> <laughs> do you want to take us out John? yes thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays we will be back on Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday Friday with Hero or Zero next Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays big thank you to everyone over on Patreon who supports the show 
patreon.com forward slash heroes for hire podcast to support us over there and shout outs go to the wonderful people that are our patrons roisin the wife palmer joe burney ryan technically fine evanson all waffles once for christmas is for you to listen to their podcast waffles and mario talk about things david clark sean chuckle in the wash and it'll be grand jameson dominic anna irish walrus forever helm roos danny mclaughlin no one's ever really gone luke hoth lord smish michelle brown michaela doughty buster ed ball the adventures of indiana jones and the franchise that just won't die connor and lorraine are really quite embarrassed about all this nickname shit housery and hope sean can find it in his heart to forgive them russ i'll help you sean it's r as in r u as in u s as in still and s as in seething now say it with me russ parfit <laughs> and jackson Bruheim. thank you all even those thank of you, you that take the piss for the support on the patreon you help keep the show going thanks for sticking with us for the year really really appreciate you and head on over to patreon if you want to get access to movie reviews and things like that that we do over there and there is also a merch store link below here's for hire.e forward slash shop twitter is at heroes for hire pod the four is a number four facebook is detective divilman's discussion group instagram is here's for hire podcast and the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist just a one please and i think that's about it Connor. I think so. I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Bean. We should see you all next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.